0: Welcome back as we continue in The Power of Perception. And I'd mentioned to you yesterday that we've had a couple of great guests on uh, to interview on this subject. I think it's been a phenomenal series so far. If you missed any of it, please go back and listen from the very beginning. I think you'll enjoy those interviews as well as the information I provided yesterday as we were leading into a discussion And I began with or I ended rather with a quote by Dale Carnegie on, you know, how we need to decide what makes us happy or unhappy. So how does that look in everyday life? Well, I'm gonna give you a few examples, all right, just to kind of give you an idea of, of how this kind of practice can be really life altering, but also how simple it can be. It's not as complicated as you might think. So when you start to notice a rise on the inside of you and you get swept away with something that may seem negative at the moment. You've got to pause for for a second and then assess it. And don't just automatically go into react mode. Decide you're not going to go automatically into react mode because that react mode, again, is bringing you back to those well-worn trails that you've had your whole life or maybe for many years. And they could have been formed from a trauma, a stigma, a, 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 a bad belief system or something that happened to you or something somebody said to you. They may be, that may be where the trail formed and you don't want that trail anymore. You want to take a new trail, right? So let's just say you're walking home from work and a storm catches you by surprise, a thunderstorm. So your automatic reaction is, oh my gosh, not good. Rain is not good. I'm going to get wet. I'm going to be uncomfortable. This is bad. So right away, how do you start to feel? Okay, so you might start feeling like uh, panicked or anxious or upset or angry. All right, so we're going to label that, right? And then we want to take a a, a step back from our emotions, reframe, and go, okay, how else can I look at this? So if we want to look at it from a different angle, we might think, well, that's unexpected. All right, well, I guess I'm going to get wet. I realize it's actually pretty calming and refreshing to be outside in a storm. My clothing gets wet in the wash anyway, and you know what? I can't do anything about it, so why get upset about it? It will all dry when I get home. That's an empowering narrative, okay? Uh, you know, if, and I always like to say, you know, if you can do something about it, then do it. But if you can't do anything about it, or if what you're going to do about it is going to upset you further, then maybe reassess that, okay? And if you can't do anything about it, then you need to some way find a way to reframe or let it go. All right, so here's another example. You feel great about your job performance in an, in an interview, or, or you feel great about your performance in an interview, but you don't get the job. Well, your automatic reaction is, well, that stinks. You know, I really wanted that job. I tried so hard. You know, I can't understand. This is not fair. Oh, I'm wondering if they're judging me in some way. You know what? I thought I did good. This isn't right. I wonder who got it. They're probably not as good as me. You know, maybe I'm no good at this after all. That's an automatic reaction, right? Or I went kind of several directions on that one, but it could be any of them. So choosing the empowerative narrative. empowering narrative. Well, you know, there must be a reason I didn't get it. You know, there was probably something there that wasn't a good fit for me. And maybe it wasn't even a good place for me to work. You know, if that's the case, I probably wouldn't have enjoyed it there as much as I was thinking I might have. And you know what? Now I've got new opportunities I can continue to pursue and find a job that is truly aligned with my values and interests. After all, if they didn't value me enough to hire me, how do I know that they'll value me enough on the job? once I get in there. So I'm going to keep looking. I'm going to keep my chin up and believe that I'm going to be in the right place where people appreciate and value who I am. There you go. Now you change the whole game, okay? Instead of feeling like life is unfair and you're mistreated and, and this is wrong and getting yourself all worked up over it and being upset and angry and anxious, you can turn the whole thing around and look at it from a different perspective, all right? All right. right? We've got another, we've got one more example here. So let's just say it's your night to cook dinner. And just when it's ready, you know, your, your partner or the other person in the household calls and says that they're going to be an hour late. Well, your automatic response might be, how disrespectful. You know what? It, this is just wrong. i worked so hard. Do they have any idea how much trouble I've gone to for this? And now the food's going to be cold. And, and you know what? If I decide to eat, I'm going to have to eat alone. This is just wrong. How rude. And you get yourself all worked up, right? And then you get mad and you're ready to confront them at the door or write them a nasty note. And so now you're upset. They're up, You're going to get them upset. You're going to upset the relationship. So if you feel that rise, decide to change the narrative. Choose an empowering one. Okay, so how about, you know what? It's really not that big a deal. Okay, I can find a way to keep the food warm in the oven. It's not a disaster, I can even wrap it up and maybe reuse it tomorrow. We can do this over another day. Um, You know, if I do decide to keep it warm, I can use this time to get something done that I've been putting off or read a book that I've been meaning to read. I can use this time in another way. Um, Or maybe I can get the kitchen all cleaned up so that when we're done eating, we don't have to worry about dishes. We can wake up to a clean kitchen tomorrow. You know, there's just a lot of ways that you can rewrite that in your brain rather than... Again, sliding back into the same old worn-out patterns that you've used again and again. Because after all, if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always gotten. Right now, we all have heard that quote before, and we know it's very, very true. And so you might say something like, well, that's, you know what, that's easy for you to, to share, Michelle, but you know how hard it is? Do you know how hard it is? Because it seems like I try all the time and nobody else does. And it just seems like the world's out to get me. Well, if that's what you're thinking, then my friend, I'm sorry to tell you this, but those are the well-worn patterns or ruts that you've created in yourself, about yourself. And it's not true. You're amazing. You are more than capable of doing this if it really means that much to you. But you won't do it until the pain is great enough that you want to overcome it. And until you have reached a point that you are desperate to change the narrative in your life. And I want to challenge you to do that. We have more for you tomorrow. I to encourage you to come back. This is Michelle Michelle your journey to greatness through routine, challenging you to reach higher and never give up. Thank you for joining us.